Yo, what well, the heck was I, that, Kyle? I, I don't know what's going on there, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, it just like literally went to just black and that was yeah. it. I think right. uh, you didn't have it linked into the actual stream button or something because there's only an outro and there's not an intro. So let's yeah. let's just do our quick intro. Yeah, <laughs> and let's get into it, boy. Yeah. Oh, we didn't we didn't we didn't hit the intro, but hey, should we do the two minute countdown now? What do you guys think? No, no we've been sitting here for two minutes. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just uh... that was awesome. We that messed up. We done messed up. So let's just kind of get into it a little bit more. So like that. Let's go. All right. Who's who's in the intro button then? What? Oh. <laughs> That's I'll, I'll, I'll do the intro button. I'll do the right, intro button. Okay, good. guys. Yeah. Hey, we, hey let's I will say title. This. What's that? What's that? Just hit that main title. Yeah. What's up? Hit that main title. And guys, hey, Bolt Bros, let's go. You hit the wrong one, dude. Oh, you hit the wrong one. That's the outro one. <laughs> hey, well, you guys didn't ask me, like, you were trying to like get into this thing so fast. <laughs> I like the music, we're dropping mad beats. That's pretty yeah. solid. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't hit that it. one. That's the, one the, the one that, that says outro. outro they Don't hit that one for the intro. <laughs> all right, here, here we go. Here we go. Let, let, let okay, me hit it now. Let me hit it now. Okay, okay, all right. Man, there you go. Hey guys, straight up Brooks. This is live. Uh, I don't know what's happening here. Man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I, clearly there's going to be some. Uh, I, I swear here. this is not my first time ladies i'm swear yeah <laughs> well we are we are trying a new system so it yeah. is interesting and i think we're uploading and you know mm-hmm. moving things around so well i was gonna I say this go. though too so obviously you guys might know that that it was a different beat and stuff like that you know so uh i got some people like you know they wanted to actually make some new songs for our intro so I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, so I'm just we're testing this one out. You know, like uh, we can get some other people. If anyone's interested, they can 100% do uh, make a little compilation, make a little loop or something like that for us. And we can put that on our intro and just throw it out there. You know, we can like just that. let I you like guys that. have some fun with this. And uh, well, if you guys are cool with it and then just let us, uh, you know, we can use it for, for our show. Um, if anyone has that creative juice, in them that'd be pretty dope i like it i like it i like it well i think um we do have a special guest potentially showing up so we'll we'll keep you guys posted on that yeah Um, i'm 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 chatting with him right now he's having some technical difficulties as well oh as 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 all of us are yeah yeah yeah. i love this you gotta love this you know your computers are in off-season mode too yeah i guess so yeah (laughs) well let's uh let's get into the free agents i know that's kind of the conversation today and guys if you have questions, throw them out there. Um, I know uh, I know quite a few people are rolling in right now. So, uh, Bull Babes, good to see you guys. Willie, good to see you. DZ, Robert, you know, some some of the usual suspects. Good to see you folks. So, you uh, oh, nice. Here we go. And um, so why don't we, uh, maybe should we introduce our, our special guest? Yeah, that, that'd, be, that'd be pretty good. He just, he just showed up. So, cool. Got it. Okay, just perfect. I'm in. Yeah. By the way, by the way, guys, I couldn't talk there. 
By the way, slap that uh, like button, subscribe if you guys aren't subscribed. We appreciate all the support, like always, guys. So we, we've we been having some nice growth. Actually, Kyle's rocking one of our new hats, by the way. Woo-hoo. Yeah. One of our yeah. new hats. Check it out. That's right. Yeah. We got Bolt a whole Bros bunch of whole podcast. bunch of mirth. Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bolt Bros podcast. Uh, we uh we had a little little design thing that we did, like uh, we were like always trying to think of, and uh we, we decided that this would be a pretty cool one for a hat for sure. Yeah, and, uh, pretty solid. Also pretty good for shirts too. Merchandising. Merchandising, merchandising. Bolt Bros podcast. I like that, dude. Yeah, it looks so good. Sick. And so the, the hat is stitched, though, correct? The hat, the hat is stitched. Yeah, the hat is stitched. Yeah, fully stitched. That's so solid. And it's a you know, it's a trucker's hat kind of situation. It, let, let me ask you a question right. on on the shirt because I know I'm getting mine tomorrow. Um, yeah. on the shirts, they're Heather design shirts, so they're they're kind of like the the colors a little bit. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's a Heather design, but uh, it's not really well. I mean, I got like kind of like a, a beige kind of one. Uh, yeah. So it's not really bad at all um it's not like you know because most heather shirts will have a kind of like the black or like you know um multicolored speckles in there and stuff but this yeah. these, this one does not currently oh it doesn't do so that. Okay, but some of the got other it. colors might so i don't know it just it all just kind of depends on which one you get so got it okay yeah well cool yeah guys link in the description below we did want to find um a very inexpensive kind of best quality yeah uh store options so this one is pretty good option so we got more stuff coming out as well too so uh you yeah know, if you're interested check it out it's good stuff so we'll be rocking it quite a bit here moving forward so yeah yeah should yes, we bring our uh special guests in now and then uh we could start talking about free agents and have yeah, that let's conversation because that's kind of really what it's all about yeah i think Excellent. i think so let's, let's do, do it. it let's bring him in bring him on in uh yeah so I don't, you guys probably know this guy he's uh he's he's on twitter and he has youtube uh he is the chargers truther he and he brings in the, uh, the the real truth for the Chargers team, and he, he's he's got a really good show. I really like him a lot. Um, let's let's bring him in here. All right, hey hey hey, hey. what up guys? What's what's up? Doing, man? Appreciate it. Yep, yeah, good to have you on the pod today, man. Glad to be able to hear from you. I know you got some uh, some uh, good um, topics that you've brought up on Twitter that I was pretty interested to chat about too. Yeah. Um, well. Um, yeah, a lot of my stuff mainly comes from the idea just of uh, the need to run the ball mainly and uh, get physical, stop the run, run the ball, stop the run. And uh, from there comes everything after that is uh, that's mainly what I um, focus on. So, yeah, we all know it's been a struggle and uh, yeah. <laughs> it has been it's a not been fun to watch sure. us as a defensive minded head coach. You think he's a genius to not mm. being able to do just one side of the ball i know andrew's kind of had some topics about the run game and kind of what you know brandon staley has thought about the run game or run defense i should say uh kind of what we do about that like yeah his 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 view clearly last year was like we don't care about stopping the run we just want to (laughs) stop the pass yeah because all he he ran light boxes the entire time it was four or five man fronts total right i mean in the nfl it's they always go plus six or six men in the box to stop the run Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting how clearly Brandon Silly didn't care. He's like, nah, we'll, we'll let them run the ball. We don't care. Or, or we'll try and stop it with light boxes. And, yeah. Uh, that's, I don't know that that's really a winning combination, but that's, that's, that's his go forward strategy. Right. So, yeah. And also I think a big part of it also is uh, Tom Telesco's uh, roster construction and the type of players that he goes mm-hmm. after. Uh, for example, 
when we drafted uh, Kenneth Murray, inside linebacker, you know, is a big is a big uh, position. You know, I think it's very important. And uh, Kenneth Murray, he's a good player and all. Uh, but when he was drafted, I kind of noticed that uh, he wasn't too much of um, a big time hitter like Denzel Perryman was, even though Perryman was a little small. And uh, I think that's kind of a presence that we're missing at the moment, uh, a big yeah. time hitter. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, and that's definitely been one thing that we definitely missed since Perryman. Mm -hmm. And Perryman, ironically, went to the Pro Bowl and then got selected, too. Ironically, with Kenneth Murray, we traded up to get him. And the <laughs> thing about Kenneth Murray, in my opinion, I, I think he's very good. If you look at his Oklahoma tape, he looks really good to be able to attack the line. But based upon the transition to the NFL, we really see, haven't seen it. We've seen flashes sometimes, but we really haven't seen him as a big, big hitter. Yeah. And so... It's been kind of a frustrating process to see him too. And now, once again, that brings up, we have to choose if we're going to pick up his fifth-year contract. <laughs> that's going to be an interesting thing to see if that's going to be a possibility. So, mm -hmm. Daniel Popper, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with him? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And a, another thing is that uh, him and uh, I kind of see him and Drew Tranquil kind of um, similar types of linebackers, um, you know, smart and agile and – um, you know, more athletic and stuff, I guess. Tranquil had a great season, but um, but again, that physicality is is kind of lacking, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I'm gonna bring up a point because we are gonna talk a little bit about Andrew. If you want to bring it up and pull it up on the screen, there are free agents. Yep. Um, you know, this is kind of a small screen for all of us here to look at, but you know, Drew Tranquil is one of those guys that's a free agent. Yeah, I mean. We are in a salary cap situation right yeah. now, my friend. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, and, and I and I think maybe we should look at this list. And guys, what do you guys think in the chat as well? Put your thoughts out there, like who you think we should keep. You know, boot it, scoot it. I don't know whatever you want to say. Maybe we should. Maybe we should have. Maybe we should have the list. Like, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, keep it, dump it. I don't know. Maybe we should come up with a name for it. You know. Yeah. Uh, retain ah, whatever you, you get the idea or you know it's like cut trade uh you know, <laughs> oh yeah and keep i guess married one know. kill one yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 again i i think it's a really interesting and again guys if you've watched our videos recently we've definitely done a lot of video I and mean, i just did a video about joey bosa right and and how much money he's going to cost us to keep him for next year man played four games last year arguably could have lost us the game in the uh, in the playoffs with the Jags, you know, the way he acted. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those situations where we're 20 million over the cap. We got all these players, and now we got these guys that are unwrapped free agents or unrestricted free agents, pardon, unwrapped free agents. And we've got to make some tough decisions on if we're going to keep them or not. Right. And so it's going to be tough, man. So, guys, what do you think in the chat? So maybe we should just should we just go down the list and see and then um kind of make some decisions? What what, what are your thoughts? How you want to handle this? Yeah. Let's do it. I want you to chat with I'll chat about it. I'd be interested to hear your opinion. Yeah, for uh, sure. Okay. Well, you want me to just start at the top or what? Yeah, let's go. Just, let's go. Yeah. Talk about either which way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Players that uh, you feel would be critical and not critical to the team. Yeah, well, don't worry about it. Bring on the heat, man. Bring the heat. <laughs> yeah, right. guys, if you have questions, throw them out. Uh, go ahead and start tossing them in the in the chat. We'll get to them as well, too, for sure. Um, well, I mean, what I think is First of all, I think we probably should bring back Braden Fajoko, you know, just because D-line is uh, a really big weakness of ours. You know, we need depth there. And, you know, we had injuries there. Uh, Austin Johnson, I think, went out. Um, but 
and you know maybe that might be a casualty i don't know we'll see uh but fahoko i think is a good depth piece at least as a backup could be a starter maybe but uh maybe at least as a backup i think i would take fahoko yeah um and i mean that's just where my mind first goes to just because d-line you know is to me is a big big deal um and then um you know another one is pipkins i think pipkins uh didn't yeah. work for us but i think we might let him walk and even though i know a lot of people won't won't agree with that it the my reasoning behind that is just because uh you know now we have Salier, and I can kind of see Salier. I liked him at tackle. You know, maybe he can go to right tackle and play tackle there. I know a lot of people want to put him at guard uh, for Filer. But, um, again, this rush offense was 30th ranked. We were at the bottom of the barrel pretty much. A lot of that does have to fall on the O-lineman. And so I think that this O-line needs to continue to be improved upon. So I don't know if we bring back Pipkins. However, you know, he's only 26, um, right? And, uh, you know, he did good, but still, I think, uh, you know, as a backup, I would, I would like Pipkins, but as a starter, I just think, uh, maybe we need to, um, maybe go to the draft or, you know, put, put Salier there and, and keep improving on that one. So I, I could see it go either way, Pipkins come back or, or not either way. It's kind of a toss up for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, uh, one of the guys on this list too is Kyle Van Noy. I think we have yeah. to keep him, you know, to me. You know, just the leadership alone. I think he's he's just he's just a calm presence, right? And he did great. He did great in the second half of the season, right? I mean, think about that. I think he got what four sacks in like the last four games, or maybe the last five yeah. games. So I think we got to bring him back. I think Chase Daniel's going to get cut. I, I think yeah. I think this is the end of the road for him. Um, yeah. It's kind of a bummer because I do like Chase Daniel, but I just think they got to go younger. And you know, I think he's going to be just doing some, you know, work with the NFL Network. I think that's kind of his his future. But DeAndre Carter too, guys. I don't know. You know, I kind of. I mean, if, if we could sign him again for another one point two, one point three million dollars, I'd say let's go for it, man. I mean, he would. He was good. You yeah, know, he was good. He was the best, yeah. but he was good. Yeah, he came in clutch. You know, yeah. to, in filling in our both what one, one wide receiver one and wide receiver two yeah. being completely out. So yeah, yeah, he, yeah he, he definitely came in and filled that void. Yeah, especially uh, the, uh, the Falcons game when he caught a couple third and fourth down down catches. Yeah. That was big. Yeah, another guy on here too. We got we got a sign is uh, J.K. Scott, right? This guy absolutely mm -hmm. solidified our game. And by the way, Larry, I think it's a really good point, right? That's the one thing that's interesting about uh, Brandon Staley's defense in general, right? Yep. You need to have some butt and gut on that line to stop the run. If you're going to go light boxes, you got to have some absolute mongoloids on that line, yeah. you know, just plug in holes. And, you know, Fajoko's that guy, but Aaron Donald, I was watching a YouTube channel with him. Uh, he was bragging that he could bench press 500 pounds. Bro, that's Dang. crazy. That is a, that's a freaking car. Well, wait, that's a, a very small car, but, uh, you know. <laughs> smart car. Maybe baby. a smart car, maybe a smart car, something like that. But, but, um, but man, 500 pounds, you're joking me? That's nuts. Yeah. You know, so – his his defense really requires that butt and gut. So, uh, yeah, you got to have those fatties on the line right there. So I would say maybe Covington could be another guy. I think he did great. You know, I think Covington did awesome. I was very happy with him. So, you know, and, and it was interesting. I read this morning that they were talking about the rumor or they're not going to re-sign Kyle Van Noy. Um, yeah. and, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, like that's, he was a solid leader for us. I mean, it's yeah. basically the back half of the schedule for us. 
Yep. Yeah. He was a huge motivator <laughs> for us to be able to get that defense going. And he even stepped up pretty heavily too. Now, once again, there's that idea of that, well, you, you stepped up late in the, in the season, but you didn't step up early in the season. That could have been a difference maker from a win or a loss kind of situation. And mm -hmm. so maybe that's kind of where the Chargers heads at, or maybe the Chargers, in my opinion, are going to be looking at somebody in the draft side of things that they need to get a little bit more aggressive in the inside linebacker end kind of position. Um, so, or, or free agency, right? Or free agency, if we even have money to even yeah. do that. So, um, I mean, Morgan Fox is another oh, yeah. guy on that list that I it. feel you have got to throw back into the system. Um, number two in quarterback pressures on the team, had a career year in sacks. And number two, he needs to come so back. Yeah. He needs to come back. Um, yeah. So, once again, another guy on the line there for you for Chargers Truther. You know, you need to make sure you build that line up as much as you possibly can. I yeah. mean, we can't run the ball. We can't stop the run. And so mm -hmm. that's two things that we do really need to work off mm -hmm. and, and make sure we stabilize. And, you know, my thing is, too, is that Otito Obonia, when he was on the line, too, I was he excited was to be able to see him on the line. He was solid. I think yeah. Tito was going to be really solid for us. Unfortunately, he blew out his patellar tendon, too. Ironically, that's the second person that did that. You know, I'm excited, and hopefully he'll be back ready to play this yeah. uh, season for mm -hmm. us. I and mean, that's not an easy injury to come back from. Um, Man, but and, yeah, and it, you know, it, it it's isn't that the our season every single year? We just have these injuries, yeah. right? I mean, mm -hmm. think, think, think of Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. What if both of those guys stayed on the field, right? right. All yeah. season, I promise you, we'd have at least gotten two more wins, at least two more wins, maybe yeah. more than that, you know. And so, uh, it's just so frustrating, you know, could have, would have, should have, right? But that's the NFL, right? I mean, that's part of it. It's just you got to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I know Bryce Cal. It's interesting because I think Bryce Callahan and Nas Adderley are probably going to be walking, which is weird because yep. I kind of would like Callahan to be there, but I do think Ja Taylor and I think DeAndre Leonard, um, or De Dean, Dean Leonard, Dean Leonard um, could probably step in. So I think they yeah. do feel like they probably can go with those guys. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on those other two uh, folks that we've been discussing? Truth, I'll call you the yeah. truth, Dean Leonard. Truth. Yeah, truth. Uh, uh, yeah. you're talking about Bryce Callahan? Yeah, Bryce yeah. Callahan, Nas, Dean, you know, maybe some of those guys stepping up, you know, taking some of those roles. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, first, I would think that, um, you know, our past defense was pretty strong last year. So yeah. um, I'm not going to, you know, be too concerned about that. Going in next year, I expect us to be pretty solid there also. Uh, Bryce Callahan, I thought he was big for us. You know, depth piece. Depth is yeah. so so very important um stepping in when he had to michael davis obviously uh as well he's not a free agent though um and yeah now we're gonna have to see if jasir taylor and dean leonard can actually you know be real consistent contributors and you know we're gonna bank on that but every year there's guys that are gonna have to step up and and uh you know we're gonna be relying on them i could yeah i could probably see nasir Adderley leaving um i don't think he was you know he appreciate all he did for us but um we're probably looking to improve there um you know Aloe Gilman was pretty good too but again that might be a hole for us I mean it is a hole for us right now and uh, Bryce Callahan yeah we might let him walk as a casualty and um yeah I, I could see both of them leaving also you so know I thought, yeah go ahead James Going to JT Woods, you know, yeah. I'm interested to hear I, what I you're talking about. Him. Him. Bring him up too, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, we're in the same minds here, exactly. You know, exactly. It, it is because I went back to his like highlights, and once again, highlights are one thing. I like to see the lowlights of a player, though, too. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd really have to dig into his games that he's played to see where the low lights are. But I mean, that guy's a ball hawk and he's got a lot of speed. And I know there was kind of shifting him around a lot in the, in the defense, even to put him, I think at a cornerback position there for a little while too. Um, what, what do you think, do you feel that JT Woods, I mean, having a Lohi Gilman, is probably the one. And then JT Woods is the two. Maybe there'll be a flip flopping at some point during the season where they'll put JT Woods in that position. But the way I view JT Woods, he could be a very good ball hawk for us. Now tackling is critical to his position if he's going to play deep safety um mm -hmm. he's the guy he's the last stand pretty much uh, yeah, at that yeah. point well yeah and, so, and his tackling was so bad the last year it was, was bad tackling knock, yes big, big knock against him go ahead so truth, truth. we want to hear a little bit on that give us the truth yeah. truth well, I mean, I think that he definitely um, will benefit from Derwin James's presence. Derwin James is going to be yeah. doing a lot, you know, so he'll be doing a little bit less. But JT Woods, to me, is another unproven guy. And, yeah. um, you know, I you can't really put too much hope on players like that, although you would love for them to, you know, show up big time, be huge contributors. It goes back to our general manager, Tom Telesco, uh, how well he's able to draft and pick these depth players to you know come step up when their time comes so um it's another it's another um you know uncertain point in our team but uh i think you know he was drafted third third round so he's got to have some talent and uh you know tackling is hopefully something that can be improved upon with weight lifting uh gaining weight maybe uh coaching um, just getting older, getting more mature. And um, I, I think that he can, you know, hopefully step in and take that role. I mean, right uh, this past year, our free safety wasn't that big of a, you know, wasn't a very big star on our team or anything like that. So maybe he doesn't have the biggest shoes to fill, but if he can exceed expectations, that could take us to, to new heights. So we're going to, I mean, I think that, yeah, he might be our starting free safety next year unless we bring someone else in. So I uh, got, got a hope for the best right there. But again, it's, it's uncertain right. for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Good point. Go ahead, James. Yeah. And just adding a guy in the backfield, in my opinion, with a lot more speed helps us out a lot too. Like in, in some way or another, I look at JT Woods kind of like Michael Davis when he initially came in. Guy, just good solid length, good speed, mm -hmm. but just had a hard time covering the deep ball. And, you know, Mike, da Michael Davis, in my opinion, I think saved our season, in my opinion, JC yeah, Jackson did. went down. I mean, mm -hmm. he really made yeah. sure that defense was solidified. I mean, you could say the thing, same thing about Jamari Sawyer too, on the left tackle for us too, yeah. saved our season Definitely. too. Definitely. Um, very, very good. So I, I'm excited to see what JT Woods is. Um, I guess I want to ask as a question to everybody here. You know, gun to head, who's the if you only had to choose two free agents to sign, who do you sign? Um, can you bring up the list again? Yeah. <laughs> the, whole, the whole list. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh you know, there's a lot of good ones on here. Um man, I'd say oof. Yeah, you Wait, I, I want I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Me, um honestly, you guys might not like it, but if we lost all of them, I think that we can, you know, build it back and be all right. But um, one, I would probably take Brayden Fajoko just because we're, again, we're so weak there. Uh, and two, maybe let me get um, either, I would, it's either between Kyle Van Noy or Drew Tranquil, but I'd have to give it to Drew Tranquil just because I think uh, he did so much for us 
if we let go of Kenneth Murray when the time comes, um, you know, I think Drew Tranquil was like our second leading tackler or something this season. Uh, I think he played himself into into a, a reward. So I'd probably take Tranquil and Braden Fajoko. Yeah, I think I think Mia would have uh, Fajoko and probably Morgan Fox. I know that sounds weird, but you know our, our defensive line needs to be more stout. Period. We just were bad, you know. And every team knew they could just run up the gut, and we couldn't stop it. Right. So huge problem. Kyle, what's your thoughts? Uh, kicker the dicker, man. We, <laughs> oh, yeah. we we need him. We need him for sure. And uh, Christian Covington, I'd say. Yeah. Covington. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I think that's kind of who I who I feel like right now. So yeah. Covington's good, man. He's not bad. You know, yeah. he's getting a little older, but but yeah, I think he he makes sense too. You know, I would I would probably go with Drew Tranquil just for consistency. He stepped up as a leader for us. He actually took over the play calling to yeah, elevated our defense. Um, having him doing the calls versus my boy Derwin James. I mean, I you know, you probably could get better in the draft at the right tackle, but I want to have consistency with Trey Pipkins. Um, yeah. We how many times have we gone through right tackles on this team? And we I need mean, depth too, guys. Right? We need somebody right. that can step in if somebody falls down. Right? You know, you yeah. get banged up because because yeah. that was Storm Norton, guys. And we're like, Ugh, okay, get him out. Get rid Bro. of that ponytail first, and we'll talk yeah. later. You know, I mean, come on now, <laughs> but, uh, ponytail and all that. Woo. How much Jeez. do you think uh, we'll get, we would have to pay Pipkins to come back? You think that it would be minimal, or do you think uh, you know he might? You know, maybe someone else needs the right tackle too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing that like, right I don't know, based upon, I think PFF, they chatted a little bit about it. And I mean, there was a chance that it was somewhere around a $7 million range. Oh, um, now, I don't know if that's for season. My opinion of way I think the Chargers should structure it is like a two year, even to say he was like a third round pick, I believe he was initially. Yeah. I, I remember when he got drafted, he wasn't even paying attention to the draft. He was driving somewhere and he got yep. a call from Tom Telesco out of the blue he's like wow i didn't think i was gonna get drafted this early and tom telesco likes to pick dudes that shouldn't get shouldn't get yeah. drafted at that point yeah being way too early on pulling the trigger but hey they thought it was a system fit but yeah. trey pipkins like my opinion i would look at it like as a two-year 10 million dollar type thing say you got a four million five million dollar type of like bonus signing bonus to it and you know you start breaking that down, it's not really too crazy at all. And maybe make that yeah. as like a two-year with a one-year player option or team option for the second year kind of thing, just to kind of kind of have, keep it as a prove it. We need to keep you keep seeing you progress. And my opinion, you could go to the right tackle. Um, I mean, I think he might get if you're going to draft. If we can, I want to transition to some draft talk or whatnot. Um, I, I think uh, Big Thanos, the the right tackle or the tackle from uh, Ohio State. Um, I always call him Big Thanos because I think that's his nickname. Um, <laughs> but he he's an absolute stud. And, I mean, if you had a 360-pound 6'8 right tackle, you know, that would be a mm -hmm. pretty big upgrade for us. Yeah, and you're protecting um, your crown jewels. That's uh, – yeah. yeah, I see a lot, of, a lot of you guys talking about trading Williams, trading Allen, you know, trade Bosa. Look, again, you know, part of the reason why we're having this conversation is these are tough decisions that the team has to make, right? We're $20 million over the cap already, and you see this whole list of people that we don't – that are not signed for us this next season, right? Yeah. So, you know, 
I, I guess it brings up a good question, though, and maybe we should talk uh, about our final topic that we wanted to talk about. This uh, this other guy. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. The Georgia one. Hey, before we go in, though, actually, I would say uh, maybe we should keep Fajoko because he actually gave us a message. We actually, because uh, you know, my birthday was last week, you know, so the the bolt bag was actually has hooked me up with something. So I, I wanted to okay. share this with, with everybody here. So uh, Brandon Fajoko, he actually watches our show. So check this out. Oh, sick. All right, hang on a sec. And... Uh-oh. Bolt Bros Podcast, what is going on? Brayden Fajoko here, nose Ew. tackle for your L.A. Chargers. And the Bolt Babes just want to give you thanks and <laughs> just props for having a great, amazing podcast. And um, for all you do for the Bolt family, um, for the Chargers players, uh, for everybody involved with the Chargers, um, they want to thank you for putting out great content, uh, pushing out great agenda, you know, uh, just being positive all the time. Uh, we don't come across good fans like you guys enough, and we're always appreciative of what you guys do for us, especially as players. Um, thank you for supporting us. Uh, we hope yeah. to have a great off season and, and carry on to the regular season. Let's have a great twenty twenty three. Bolt up! Hell yeah! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! That is so sick. I don't know why it was all weird looking like that though. To be honest, it got all stretched. Boxy. Hey, you know. He, I, you know, they say the camera adds like, you know, like a couple pounds here, you know, but that was like, that was, that was a whole nother Fajoko there, was, you know? Like, like, odd, like looking up his, yeah. like, okay, what's going on there? That's strange. Well, it's because, you know, because he's taller than us, you know, we're, we're yeah, short. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, no, so you know what, because of that, you know, we got to keep Fajoko for sure, you know? Like, we do, you know, we do yeah. too. We yeah, do. Another thing, the way, thanks another... to Bolt Babes too, man. I really appreciate it. That's awesome. That was yeah. really, really cool to see that. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And happy yeah. birthday, Kyle, once again. What are we going to say, Truth? What you got, Truth? Well, happy birthday, man. But, uh, yeah, another thing with um, um, Braden Fajoko is that he comes from a family of, you know, football players. And, uh, you know, his brothers probably push him to – his, and his whole family probably pushes him to, you know, reach higher heights. And uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's someone that um, his, his, his mind is in the right place and uh, he can – he can help this team and, and dedicate himself. So appreciate, you know, his sacrifices for our team and, and all that. And um, I'd be willing to reward him if I was the GM. Yeah, yeah for sure. I agree. I agree. Right? Well, I'll tell you what, Telesco does not got an easy job this offseason. No, no. This is not like last season by any means. It's like last yeah. season we were spinning away, having a great time. Hey, man, we're going to the Super Bowl, man. Look at all these pickups here. And then now we got, oh, man, I – we're 20 we something mil over the salary cap now. Now yeah. we got to figure that out. Yeah. But here's the thing though, too. What is the punishment for being over the cap? I mean, like what are they really going to do about it? Like, yeah, you get fined. Uh, I get fined. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, just, it's still a money cost or a yes. money yes. thing. Correct. So Correct. they can still mm-hmm. just pay that. And so what, you know, like, yeah, but, I think but, it's a but, pretty again, steep fine. It's like yeah. for a certain amount of millions, it's a couple millions that you basically get fined. So, like, yeah. say for twenty million over, I don't. I want to say I don't know why I have the, the figure of five million dollars <laughs> stuck in my head when I read an article about it. But it's like, yeah, for X amount of millions, you get charged five million. So, like, let's say yeah. if it was if we kept it at twenty million over the salary cap, five million times twenty. That's not a nice looking not a, not a nice looking bill there. By the way, like, yeah, and keep in mind how. Uh, uh, how um, cheap the charges are known to be. So I don't think they'd be able to really take much of a, you know, fine like that. 
Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Totally. Yeah. I, I'm a hundred percent sure they will not take that type of money and spend yeah. money to yeah. something like that. So, but, uh, another thing, um, you know, go uh, going over the point where like, you know, we have all these massive contracts, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, JC, Corey Lindsley, maybe even, uh, and you know, people are talking about cutting these players or trading a lot of them away. Uh, I think, you know, this is the, you know, this is the hole that Tom Telesco dug, you know, these are great players and uh, we have to, I think, just ride this thing out until the wheels fall off with, I, I think Tom Telesco is going to get one final year. If he fails, uh, I think he will be gone after this coming year. Um, and, and then we can reassess from there and, you know, we, I don't think we're really going to let go of these big time players, these big contracts, just because, again, this is what we chose. This is the direction we chose. So now we have to uh, ride it out and, and we'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. And I, and I, I think to your point, Tom Telesco does have a tough offseason. He's got to probably right. sit down with Joey Bosa, maybe Khalil Mack and Allen and Williams. And say, hey, look, man, I know we paid you a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. But you need to do us a solid, right? You need to help us out here and make this work financially, right? I, I, I think that's a that's a big you know, put on your big boy britches pants and have that conversation, right? And and I think that's really something that needs to happen. But to your point, Zach, I think you're exactly right. There, they are. I'm sure they had a plan set up once they sign these players. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't let's just sign everybody and then figure it out. Um, so James, maybe we should go to our final actual topic and then we could go to everyone's questions and by guys, throw your questions out there as well. I know we wanted to talk about our new quality control coach for yeah. the chargers from Georgia. This is kind of an interesting topic. I didn't know much about this, but it's really interesting to discuss because I do think, um, it kind of shows you, okay. Yeah. We, we always pick on the head coach and the offensive coordinator and whoever else, but there's a lot of coaches on this team that are doing a lot of different things. And so this is kind of an interesting pickup. So, uh, James, you want to talk a little bit about this one right here? Um, you know, uh, Robert Muschamp. Yeah, so this one kind of came a little bit later on in the week. I think it was Thursday or Friday, yeah, so the 16th, I believe it was. Um, so basically, Chargers drafted, or excuse me, drafted, uh, hired yep. um, Georgia coach. Well, it's actually Robert Muschamp, Will Muschamp's nephew, yep. who basically mm-hmm. is a part of the defensive side of things for Georgia to now be the quality control coach for the Chargers. It's an interesting thing about this kind of pickup because they're pulling guys from college now. I mean, this yeah. guy has not been in the NFL before. He came from Georgia, which we – hey, Georgia's won a lot of national championships of recent. They've come out with a lot of really good players. So the interesting thing about that position is, well, what does a quality coach do? I mean, in the NFL, basically, it's a member of the coaching staff of a gridiron football team. <laughs> I think it's so funny when they say that. Grid I know, iron. right? I know. You're like, oh, okay. Uh, well. yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whose primary job is preparing the team for a game, yep. beginning sometimes two to three weeks before the actual game. And then their primary duties include preparing the game by analyzing game field for statistical analysis. So he's the guy that preps the team. So, like, after, say, week one or whatnot, he already is starting to work on, like, week four week three games so once they get done with the game they can say all right team great win or whatnot here's some some things we're going to be looking at for the next game prepared ready to go on the plane for them so they could watch it and start preparing you know justin herberts is jumping all over this guy all the time yeah yeah and you know that brandon staley is one of those guys that likes looking at anal and analytics figuring things out 
And maybe this guy's just got a good, solid mind for us to be able to make those right choices. Now, once again, I would be interested to hear your point on that, uh, truther. I'll call you the truth again, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Brandon Staley, I liked fourth and Staley. I liked the idea mm-hmm. of going for it on fourth down. And, and I think we really lost the playoff game because he did not take chances at all at a time when you could have made some really, really good choices instead of going for two field goals um, where you're only four or three yards away from getting a touchdown, where you could have gone for for a t- touchdown, but mm-hmm. didn't. And guess what? We lost. So I'm a big fan of that. And bringing a guy like this who could be maybe an analytical guy, really looking at everything and every little detail of every player on the line and players in their and how they kind of work on the field and where we could maybe find a little bit of a um, you know, a secret to beating somebody. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to ask you, like, what is your thoughts on Brandon Staley and how his analytical mind works? And are you a big fan of fourth and Staley? Yeah, I am actually a, a pretty big fan of Brandon Staley just because uh, you can see how we, this past season, how we have been winning the closed games. And that's totally new for us, you know, in the, yeah. we're always the team that, you know, we're close, but we just don't win those closed games. And Brandon Staley, um, you know, I, I think he's genuine. I think that he is a good leader of men, you know, whatever people may disagree with that. Um, but it's working. We went 10 and 7 with a pretty, pretty um, not complete team. No run game, pretty much 30th ranked rush game, 28th in the in the rush defense. So those are big things to overcome. And, uh, you know, Justin Herbert, five game winning drives last last season. Um Big time. Obviously, we're relying so much on Herbert, but uh, we're making it work. And I think if we can improve on these things, um, I think we can get even better, you know, be a consistent playoff team. So uh, I like Brandon Staley, whatever he's doing, it seems to be working. You know, sometimes it will bite us in the in the ass, you know, Um, but, you know, you live by the sword, die by the sword. And uh, right now it seems like it has been working because honestly, 10 and 7, I think, is was better than we uh, should have gone, you know, if we didn't have Justin Herbert, or, you know, more mediocre quarterback. I think uh, we weren't very complete of a team. So, yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. And I, I think this Robert Sumo questions uh, pretty good or Somo, I should say uh, number one priority resign defense and offense. I mean, I don't know. Um, I think uh, there's a lot we could discuss there, but, I honestly think that our offense is going to be pretty solid next year with Kellen Moore, right? I think, you know, mm-hmm. if you looked at uh, Joe Lombardi, and I know there's another question about Joe Lombardi being an mm-hmm. offensive coordinator for <laughs> Denver or the Chiefs, which would be hilarious. But I think bottom line, our offense is going to be solid. We already know what our defense is going to be, right? It, it's the same thing, right? So um, I think uh, I'm, I'm just I'm kind of excited to see Kellen Moore. So I don't know. Yeah. How do you guys want to answer this question for Robert as well, too? What's your guys' thoughts? You know, it's we we kind of chatted, I think, a little bit about our free agents already. And and yeah. I, I don't think it's gonna be really one side or the other. It's just about what is the fit and to be honest, what can we actually pay this guy? Yeah, right. You know, I mean, Drew Tranquil is one of those guys that I go back to the Kaiser White contract last year to the Eagles. I mean, that was pennies we walked away to not have Kaiser White. I yeah, <laughs> I mean that yeah, I mean I can see a charge of truth there on your face, man. You're like that was one of the dumbest moves, in my opinion. Still um, see that, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean that's a position that we uh, we're kind of weak at. So yeah. yeah, and so you're just weakening yourself even further. And so it's like if you get rid of Drew Tranquil, is a middle linebacker going to have a similar base type contract? 
Um, is he going to be only a couple million dollars? You know, I've heard some people talk about that it's going to be potentially about three to four million dollars a season to be able to sign Drew Tranquil. You, you don't right. think that's a lot of money, you know? Yeah, it's not yeah, a lot of money. Well, when you're, you're already twenty million over the cap. That's a problem, yeah. right? Exactly. Right. So and that's where renegotiation of contracts are to come around. If there's going to be a cut, we've talked a lot about even if you've been keeping up on some of our videos of if we trade off players, what can we get from that? Like. My opinion of it is, is that I think there will be a trade somewhere in, in this team. There's a lot of teams out there with a lot of salary cap. The Bears are one, for instance. They need a lot of players over there. They have over $100 million to spend this season. I mean, the Falcons are another team out there, too. Yep. Got a lot of money, too. Yep. I mean, you know, what if? And these are all what-if situ situations. You know, what if we trade off Joey Bosa and they pick up the salary? From him, what if they trade off Keenan Allen and then they pick up the salary from? Him? What if we get second round picks or mm -hmm. even a back end first or whatnot? What does that do for us? Well, it allows us to be able to inject a lot more youth on our team. We start filling up a lot more gaps with with draft based players. I mean, we could go that direction, and I I mean, who knows? I mean, this is it'll probably start heating up quite a bit after the combine because that's when a lot of GMs coaches. They start chatting with everybody and they start talking with other teams. Possibilities come from around that point. Yep, so, sure. and they start seeing the new talent coming in this, this um, draft class. So yeah, what do you think, Kyle? Yeah. I mean, I think one of our priorities should be in, in right in the trenches, you know, D line, mm -hmm. offensive line, you know, yeah. and end of story, you know, like, I mean, cause the truth yeah. is has, has hit it on the head. Is that like, look, I mean, we, if we could actually be able to compete in this league, we do have to have our run game established and that, you know, but that, that works offensively and defensively in the trenches. So okay. like, you know, we get the, you know, that defensive tackle, someone in there to, to kind of fill up those gaps mm -hmm. or we need those, uh, you know, someone on the right side or uh, even cause we have to figure out about filer too. I'm pretty sure filer is going to be gone. Yeah. So like a guard situation could be uh, of an, a position of need for us as well. So, I mean, yeah, if we, we get that situated, then we're, we should be able to get this thing going. And I believe Kellen Moore is like pretty positive on, uh, um, the run game. Yeah, look what he did with uh, Pollard as, as yeah, opposed to, is, yeah, you know, so it was good. Yeah. And I think, I think fitness brought up a good point here too, right? You know, you do need a good tight end running back uh, or O-line. I do think we have plenty of running backs. I don't think we need more running yeah. backs at all. I mean, we have too many already. Mm. Having said that um, we do need a tight end, right? And Everett's probably going to get cut. He's probably an easy cut for us, which is kind of sad. Um, Cause it, it will stay what 7 million with him. And I think 7 million with Filer too, correct? If we, if we cut yeah. both of them, yeah. that gets the numbers. That's 14 million that we would, you know, in theory, you know, lose realistically. But, all, all we need to do at that point then too, is also restructure. We could try to uh, uh, either Bosa or Keenan Allen's contract. And then we're, we're set at that yeah. point and we're yeah. under, but yeah, yeah. which is yeah. good. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. So again, I, I think, I guess, I guess to the point of this discussion, it'll all boil down to the restructuring. But I do think, I think Everett and file are going to be gone for sure. That's at least my opinion. And then I do think, from there, a couple of restructures would be a good thing. I mean, whether Bosa, Mac, you know, or those guys want to do that, though, I mean, it's yeah, people, people chasing that money. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. 
But, you know, we still got to pay Justin Herbert. And, and people are talking about $50 million for that guy a year. Crazy money, guys. Yeah. Crazy well, money. Uh, I wanted to add in there. Um, I, I kind of disagree with uh, maybe a couple of things, but. Um, Go for I it. Think, hey, no. Yeah, bring no, the heat. Hey. Yeah, bring, bring the heat. Bring, bring, bring the heat. Us well, brothers, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't agree on everything, so it's all yeah, good. Yeah. All good. <laughs> well, first of all, I think uh, we need a new running back. That's another very big uh, part of you know my whole platform or whatever. I guess um, you know Eckler is a great player. Uh, Kelly's was pretty good, but uh, I think we're missing that bell cow, that workhorse, like you know, close to more close to like a six foot two ten two twenty type. A Melvin Gordon type, yeah. I mean, I don't want to open that can of worms, but, <laughs> yeah. but that type of that type of prototypical size, you know, run, strong running back uh, to make up for weak blocking whenever our offensive line isn't, you know, doing that well. I think that is actually very high priority, and I could see us drafting high running back. Um, I think, again, once you start getting the run game and the rush defense uh, going, then everything else, I think, will start thriving. For example, Joey Bosa, if we can, you know, start getting D, D linemen that can, uh, you know, take more of the double teams, I think Joey Bosa is going to come back to his old self, uh, getting, you know, more sacks, more, and, like, be happier, better leader, better teammate, you know, not smashing his helmet. And because uh, those type of frustrations, uh, comes from, I think, being, um, you know, maybe asked to do too much or, you know, too much pressure on him and, you know, just, you know, not being not being all in, not being happy. So, uh, again, I think, uh, you know, running back, offensive line, D-tackle, again, is um, super critical for us. Yeah. And, um, and, and, again, Ger- Gerald Everett, um, I could maybe see him coming back also just because when he ran the ball, he really uh, – hit hard and and uh, you know sacrificed his body for us and you know he laid the boom he wasn't just going down to collect his money you know he was really trying to help us win and in that Jaguars game he was the leading receiver and um you know I think that type of effort deserves to get rewarded of course it comes down to money maybe he will get cut just because of the money but um those are the type of players I like to see on our team guys that are physical strong hitters and yep. uh willing to uh, impose their will on another team. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, I was going to bring that up on your Twitter. You had that rant about Bijan Robinson and, you know, it's yeah. funny because I, I think it was Bucky Brooks even brought up that he's going to be our pick at 21. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, so these video series that we've been doing, talking about hypothetical situations, what if we trade these guys off? What can we get for them? What can draft capital could that bring for us? Well, how that could help us on salary cap. I mean, I've even talked a little bit about like sell high at the right time for a player. You know, I mean, when a player has done very, very well, it's a time to sell high. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that's a video we're going to be making about Austin Eckler and thinking, well, what if you trade off Austin Eckler? Two phenomenal seasons, touchdown machine, Mm -hmm. pass catching, but he's not a pure back. He's he's a very like hybrid base back. So. What if you decide to get a Bashan Robinson? Now you got Spiller too. You got Kelly. That's a three-headed monster, in my opinion. And I mean, if Bashan could be the guy that we think he's going to be, mm-hmm. I mean, this guy could be. And I've even heard people say he's a generational base talent. I mean, at twenty-one, that seems a little high, but no. you know, 
that's a little high to say something like that. But when I read that article, I was like, ah, generational generally is top five, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like a Ladanian Tomlinson level of where you're trying to go with, which, Hey, I'd love to have Ladanian back. Yeah. Um, but does that really help out this team? And I mean, it probably will stabilize things, but once again, going to Kyle's point, the line is where everything's created and you need mm -hmm. to have guys that could push and open up lanes for us. And, you know, Austin Eckler only had two explosive big plays uh, on the ground, just running the ball. Uh, Browns, and I think it was it was a 70-something yard touchdown that he ended up getting. I wanted to say that might have been against the Broncos or the Colts or something Colts, like that. Maybe. Or the, yeah. I don't it know. was late in the season. The yeah, it was late in the season. Broncos. But either way, we, we need a guy who could be a little bit more of a grinder for us on the line. And that's yeah. where – and I totally get where your idea is at with Bajan Robinson. Um but yeah, but that's yeah. where the draft will tell us the truth. I'm sure. gonna play a little devil's advocate, guys. <laughs> you know, I, I think the whole running back conversation is pretty moot when it comes to the NFL nowadays. Nobody cares mm -hmm. about running backs, and I they, care they, they care <laughs> they care about passing, though. That's all they that's yeah. all they talk about. Wide receivers are getting paid the money, right? And so, yeah. you know, it and, and it's because they're the ones that are dictating explosive plays. And right. you could argue, well, running backs matter, yes, they do. But do they really matter that much? And and right. with with Brandon Staley, he doesn't seem to care too much about that, in my opinion. Right. So, um, you know, whether we like it or not, that's that's our coaching staff, right? So, you, you know, know, one, I, one I, option. I, I don't. I think a tight end's a better choice than a running back, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, one option though that I can see though as well is that like obviously our offensive play calls were just terrible for the run game. I yeah, feel yeah, like oh yeah. Austin, yeah. yeah 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 so. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so Austin, yeah. Austin Eckler might actually be better off in the Kellen Moore system now. So, like, 100%. obviously, we're all we're all judging Austin Eckler based off of Joe Lombardi's uh, offensive play calling, um, and using him as a what I call a wide back, not a, not a running back. You know, yeah. So and so that that is the only thought process that I have with this whole thing is that like, well, because mm -hmm. uh, I mean, truth is, is like you know. Austin Eckler is like pound for pound one of the strongest running backs Amazing. in his. Yeah, he's so freaking he swole, man. Very but, strong. And you know, and you know who, and you know who else is swole is our freaking fullback, freaking Horvath. Xander Horvath. Yeah, Dude, those have, guns. Have you seen those, his guns? Dude, he's, that guy's a giant. He's a giant. Yeah, he, I don't know. I don't know why they don't put him on defense too as a linebacker as well, man. No, he, like, well, he was a linebacker. Yeah, in high school. Yeah, no, why not? Just go flip back and forth, man. Just like you know, just just switch sides, you know. Yeah. Well, he he played a lot of special teams too. Yeah. So, true. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts, too? Because see, my thought is too. Also, you could use Horvath as more of a power back as well. Right. So I mean, look look at Tyler Algier that uh, you know that uh, over at the you know the Falcons, right? I wanted the Chargers to draft Tyler Algier. They could what they get him in the fourth round or maybe even the fifth round. Yeah, guys, he rushed for a thousand yards last year, and you kn I knew he would be amazing. So yep. I guess yep. my thought is I think Horvath could be that power back also um, yeah. if you just put him in that in that role. Well, uh, I mean, I think Horvath could be a lead fullback like the 49ers have with Juszczyk, who, you know, makes the Pro Bowl seems like every single yep. uh, year. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's yet to be seen. But for me, in terms of running back, I think we have ignored this position for way too long. Uh, since letting go of Melvin Gordon, you know, we went with the cheaper option, uh, Austin Eckler, who is a great player again. But again, uh, we've kind of ignored that running back position, drafting fourth, fifth, sixth rounders, you know, that haven't really uh, contributed that much. 
leaving most of the pressure to be on Austin Eckler. He's, you know, been the bell cow, um, you know, the past few years, and he's been taking lots of hits and he's a smaller guy. And if we went running back first round, second round, Austin Eckler to me would be the guy that would benefit the most because he's going to be fresh. He's not going to, you know, be getting his head hit so much. And I think that's it. Running back is maybe the position that takes the most hits. So it only makes sense that you have more guys to spread the load over it, you know? And, uh, I think Bijan Robinson is the best running back in the in the class. He reminds me of Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But there's to me, I really don't think he's going to last till 21, which makes us yeah. have to look for uh, another running back. Um, I could see us going in the second round or something. But to me, I think it's very critical that we take the load off Austin Eckler. You know, we do have Kelly, but he didn't even get 300 yards last season. Uh, and Spiller didn't really do anything. So um, I just think uh, it's too risky, in my opinion, to go into next season banking on all these unproven guys. Obviously, a rookie's unproven, but, you know, higher higher round picks uh, can, you know, you can rely on them a little bit more. So uh, I, I think if we go in again with the same running backs, it's going to be more of the same. Um, and and uh, it's not good enough, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be an interesting uh, – Hold on just a second, James, real quick. I know yep. I know we want to talk a little about Joey. I know uh, T1000 Whisperer, just kind of going through some questions. Uh, he's happy. I just think he had a crappy season. He knows he had a crappy season, and he's frustrated he had a crappy season. He didn't pay $30 million a year. He played four games, guys. That's ridiculous money for four yeah. games. Yeah, you know. But Spiller, to your point, is the youngest – he was the youngest player drafted last season. He was only 19 years old, right? And so – we don't even know what he is, right? So my my thought back on Spiller is he could have a breakout season next year too. Even if we traded Eckler away, we could have an awesome season with Spiller. Spiller was really bad at blocking um, when it was in pass coverage. So that's kind of like the big knock against him. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, again, I think we could have a long conversation about this. It'd be very interesting to see how this all plays out. But I kind of like your thought though, James. I know you're going to do a longer video, so I don't want to go too deep into the whole Eckler conversation. But that could free up some cap space and, uh, you know, some interesting things could come from that if we were to trade them off. I mean, it would be super controversial. People would be pissed. Yeah. Pissed. <laughs> you know people would be well, pissed. I but, don't think anybody's going to be happy with if whatever move happens, Keenan Allen moving exactly. on or Joey Bosa right. or Eckler yeah. or Mac or yep. anybody. Nobody's going to be happy about it's it. Gonna it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But truth or I, I know you're bringing up the uh, – <laughs> Hey, I got something here to talk. Yeah. I just want to add one thing is that um, I just think it's so important for us to take some of the load off of Justin Herbert. Just yes, because, yes. Uh, you know, as great as this guy is, um, he is a human being. He's a young kid and uh, he threw it for last season. He had the fourth most passing attempts in NFL history. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just yeah. like nobody he he there's no way he can be happy with that or his family watching that is like you know you got to go to a better team or something you know yeah that's going to surround you with yeah. with more uh talent so you don't have to just carry the entire franchise on his back so that's yeah. another reason why i think we need a, a stud moving back so yeah. uh, i'll give one last thought on that and then i'll, pa I'll pass you guys i the good thing about kellen moore on the offensive side of the ball mm, yeah. is all about a system right you, it was 50 50 run pass run pass run pass yeah. we're gonna see the same we're gonna see the same thank god Hopefully. but the argument needs to be 
do we have a running game or, or holes for this offensive line for these running backs to run through, right? Right. But one thing that was cool about Kellen Moore, too, he was very good at running and passing out of the same formations, meaning the defense did not know what they were going to do. Lombardi, you knew every time it was this formation, it was a running play. This formation, it's a running play. Yeah. And so, you know, he was not creative. Kellen Moore will be more creative. So I think that will definitely take a lot of pressure off of Justin Herbert, which, thank God, you're exactly right. He, he does not need to be throwing the ball as many times as he has been. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I was going to just bring up one last point about the running back position. And, and we go back to, yeah, if we did draft another running back this, this draft, it'd be four years in a row now. We cannot figure it out. <laughs> we cannot figure it out. And that's Sheesh. crazy to think about. Now, Austin Eckler was an undrafted guy. And I mean, I remember very yep. distinctly in his fourth preseason game of him showing up and being, I think he was wearing number one and uh, he just balled out. And I was thinking, well, he's only going up against fourth and fifth stringer guys, guys that a lot of these dudes aren't even going to make the team or anything like that. But look at where he's at now. Yep. I was just going to bring up as an example yep. that, yes, Bijan Robinson could be one of those guys that you could have on your team for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, running backs lives are generally ending at 30 pretty much. Um I'm going to just give an example. Isaiah Pacheco for the for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Seventh round, 4-3-7 speed. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that all day. If you could yeah. find a guy like that, just based upon speed alone, speed kills, guys. I, and that's what the whole Dolphins system was based upon, speed. 100%. Purely speed. Yep. And, you know, they, they had a very explosive offense. Um, not super balanced, in my opinion, though. Um, very pass heavy because they did have two of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL. Um, but I'm just saying we could even look at something later in later in the rounds too. But you know, Bajan Robinson would be an interesting pick if they ended up getting him at 21, if it even does get to that point. My mind you, the combine changes people's draft 100%. selection yep. position. And so it could be a completely different story after. Uh, yeah. the combine of where he See, get picked up at. And w- Whisperer brings up a good point. Pacheco's a benefit of the system. And and I, I think he's exactly right. Now, again, yeah. that's kind of my point going back to Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore will create a good system. See, yeah, I yeah. don't think we've drafted very badly in running back positions. I think our running game has been shit. It's just <laughs> been bad. Our offensive line has not moved the pocket well. They haven't done things correctly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you yep. can kind of blame the running back, but I also think the running game was bad, right? They, yeah, right? Like Lombardi did the same things over and over again. It was halfback dive right, halfback dive left. And the RPO was nowhere to be seen because nobody knew, nobody thought Herbert would ever run the ball with his rib injury for sure all yep, last right. season. So they're like, okay, RPO's out. And so I I think bottom line, it was just a bad overall run game. And I, I still don't know that we have the best running – I still think we have more potential with just the running backs we have. I guess that's my point. What are we going to Me? No, no, <laughs> well, Kyle, no, Kyle, Kyle, the other ball. Uh, no, 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 I, 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 didn't, I didn't have. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, one one thing I just wanted to say on Isaiah Pacheco is uh, just the type of player that he is. Again, physical, hitting, you know, nasty, yeah. mean. Um, I think we can use that attitude that type of play at pretty much every single position just uh, a guy that's really just gonna hurt the other opponent you know or you know just make him you know maybe intimidate them a little bit um and i mean i think that's what makes pacheco so good obviously he's fast but he's he's nasty you know yeah yeah Yeah. it's crazy to think a guy like that in seventh round happened to land in their lap like what was the knock on that guy i mean 
uh, size. It's crazy. Small. small, but small guy. guy. That guy was physical, man. He hits the yeah. hole really well, sees the holes really well. Hits that A-hole real hits well. That A-hole. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A holes and B holes, baby. A holes, A holes and B holes, dude. <laughs> so, but but DZ, this this is this is a good point, right? And I think I think you're exactly right. In my opinion, your first pick has to be best available player yeah. who can start on your team day one in the NFL season at your number one pick, right? That's in my opinion, that's what it needs to be. Now. So then at that point, it just boils down to who's available at that point, right? Unless yeah. you want to trade up, you really, you know, are falling in love with somebody that's higher up, right? But that's my take. So maybe maybe we should go through the list on this and get everyone else's thoughts on that, right, on on first picks. Because because we could talk about tight end, wide receiver, whatever, but I think it's just take the best available player. Who could start day one? I mean, Zion Johnson. Yep. I didn't even think for a second we were going to get a guard, but he was a stud. And, yeah. you know, so I, what's everyone's thoughts on that? Maybe we'll ask our guests truth first um, and then we'll go through. Well, I think it's probably a mixture of the two, you know, need and best player. Uh, like if it was, let's say, for example, um, you know, a cornerback. I don't – I mean, maybe we could use a cornerback uh, first round, but – to me, uh, it again, you'd have to look at our needs. I think uh, offensive line, defensive line, running back, and I guess you know receiver, tight end, and all that stuff. So, uh, it again, it's a balance between the two. Um, which player is going to help us win games? You know, which player? Yeah. You know, if you can knock out a need with the best player, that's ideal. Um, but to me, again, I uh, I'm looking at. I'm looking at running back, offensive line, defensive line. Three years in a row, offensive line. I would would not be upset at that. One player that I really like, um, I know nobody really agrees with me, is guard from Florida, Osiris Torrance. He's a freaking giant dude. Best run blocker in the game or in the draft, I think. He's like 340 or something like that. Just plug him right in and just let him move that offensive line. I would love to see that. So, um, you know, and if the best player happens to be, a, I don't know, safety or maybe a lesser of a need, uh, I, I wouldn't be mad. You know, you're never going to be mad at um, like, for example, when we drafted Derwin James, I don't think safety was the biggest need at that time. But uh, he was a great player that fell to us. And, you know, he's been great for us for all these years. So um, it's, it's a balance to me. Yeah. 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 James Cow. I could I could jump on this one. So it, the, the thing I'm I'm looking at is if say for instance we're not getting Kyle Van Noy back, say for instance we don't get Drew Tranquil back, there's a massive, massive hole at, at that position of rushing the quarterback and protecting the pass or you know, defending the pass, I should say. I I've been a big fan of this guy for a while, and I and it seems like it's getting kind of close to where it could get up to twenty one. I think he probably after the combine will probably go possibly top ten, top fifteen. But Trenton Simpson from uh, Clemson, like I'm really high on that dude. Like if you've watched any of his footage, he is just a fast dude, four three seven kind of speed, kind of a hybrid end linebacker kind of guy. Defends the pass extremely well. Even just looking at past two seasons, he's only allowed 353 yards on 66 targets, 5.3 yards per target past two seasons. So he he is a very coverage versatile kind of guy. He's a linebacker number one guy. Um, 
PFF graded him almost at about 70, you know, if you want to look at PFF. But the guy is an absolute phenomenal athlete all around. Just fast, fast guy. Reminds me a lot of, uh, my gosh, why, uh, the linebacker from Cowboys. They got him two years ago. Why is my brain Arthur? not remembered? Uh, I don't know why. But either way, <laughs> Sorry. he's a stud. He's a stud. We're a Chargers um, channel. We don't care about the Dallas I know, Cowboys. exactly. Yeah. Who cares yeah. about those guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, but bottom line, he's just a fast guy. Brings speed to this defense. Brings kind of a versatile kind of piece. Allows Derwin James, which they've talked a little bit about trying to push him down a little bit more to the line, be a little bit more of a pass rusher, because that guy's an absolute stud when mm-hmm. he's on the line. And he finds ways to be able to get to the quarterbacks. Um, so my opinion I really just feel like he could be a great, great juice added to this whole defense all around. So, yeah. um, I I think it would be a phenomenal. Pick okay, so so James, what what do you get? Micah Parsons. He reminds me of Micah Parsons. That's so, who it is. So, so James, to ask the question: So should you get the best available player, or are you picking a position? I, I I'm picking a position of need. I'm picking okay. a position of need at that point. If he falls at 21, take him. Take well, him. For sure. One thing uh, I think we can all agree that we have a lot of needs. So oh, a yeah. ton of needs, a yeah. ton of needs. Definitely. So I don't know where we could really go. Like even to say with you, Chargers Truther, if he chose him as an offensive guard, now that could put Sawyer on the right tackle too yeah. for us. Yeah. So we already got that guy there. We would really solidify the middle of our line, having one of the best centers in the league with Zion Johnson and then putting in Torrance on the left guard. I mean, that really just puts a lot of, lot of ability to be able to push the ball around. Um, and have players that we already have on the team get shifted around and Trey yeah. Pipkins would be gone at that point. So, And I think that's just how you can like kind of reshape this team into like a more balanced, you know, that's a, that's one big way to like reshape it into like pass and rush yeah. offense balance, you know? Right. Absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. And Kyle, what do you think? I know uh, we all kind of went through it as well too. Best yeah. available or uh, uh, for need? I mean, really, realistically, best available is going to be the, you know, the, the, the definitely um, what we need to do with the recipe for sure. Um, and like, I kind of like was looking around and I kind of did a couple mock drafts or whatever like that. And like, and there's basically, there's, there's a lot of best available for positions um, at that, that, at that 21 pick um, that we can actually fall on. Like there's, potentially a good outside linebacker nolan smith uh, i believe it's from georgia right like um like yep. and i know some people in the chat were saying that like you know there's a there's a huge drop off of edge rushers like after the first round like it's like you know really really good a couple of them and then they just like yeah they're just mediocre wow. you know yeah so yep. i mean and that could be a, a big position of need for us if something happens with joe, uh, joey bosa but of course, like you're saying, if Kyle Van Noy or uh, goes uh, goes away, uh, we're, we're going to be in a really tight pickle. So, um, I I really feel like yeah, like we all I think we all understand like Tom Telesco's think what what he does is best available. Bottom yeah. line, I mean that's that's why he picked Derwin James. It wasn't necessarily position of need. It was more so he was the best person available at our draft position at that point. Yeah. Um and. But if I was going to pick a player uh, at this point, I would definitely have to go tight end just because it helps, uh, you know, just because you guys were, were, were talking about the shuffling around of players as well. You know, um, I feel like a tight end would help us a lot. And hopefully Michael Meyer would be available at that point. 
um, because I think he's the best available uh, tight end in our yeah. in this current draft class. Like, you know, before anything comes out, of course, you know. So uh, that would be amazing to me if we can actually get a tight end, um, and if it was the best possible tight end in that in this class. Yeah. Well, I think I think it will boil down to uh, these picks will definitely boil down to what happens in free agency, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Who gets resigned? Who gets cut? Yep. I think then at this point, then we'll have at least an idea. Or we can make more of an educated guess of what's actually going to happen at that point. Because right now, it's I think we're just kind of grasping at straws at this point. But it's it's a fun thing to discuss. Um, so maybe what we should do is wrap up here a little bit. I don't see any more questions coming in, guys. If you have any questions, we can wrap up um, and uh, go from there. So I'll, I'll why don't we let uh, the truth have a first crack at uh, final thoughts, and then uh, we could wrap up the video. Uh, well, you know, I think. Uh... I mean, I feel like I've been harping on it all morning. Uh, get the dang rush game going. Get the dang right. rush defense going. Get the big guys, the physical guys. Get the guys that are going to, you know, be hitters, physical, aggressive. Uh, because I feel like our team is a little, you know, we are have a lot of nice guys. We're like a f nice, friendly team, you know. And, you know, that's all good. I, I like that. But... I want to be like the 49ers who are going to, you know, you get off the bus and you're a little scared, you know, I want to scare, I want to be a scary team. Um, so a team, you know, that requires a team that's going to run the ball down your throat and a team that's going to stop the run and force you to throw it, you know? Uh, so again, O-line, D-line, inside linebacker, running back um, for me is the main, is the main, uh, areas of need but again i could totally see um you know a tight end or a receiver or something like that you know we need help everywhere but for me uh it's it's all about the rush game all about the rush defense right now at least priority yeah yeah i get it uh, we got we got the fitness just said here yeah someone with a criminal record well i guess jc jackson <laughs> jc jackson's got a criminal record now so uh oh man oh man that's pretty oh, funny man. yeah yeah, and yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give some of my thoughts, and then uh, we can continue wrapping up. I would say this, man. I think I think it'll be very interesting to see what happens in free agency. That's why we brought this up, right? I think there's gonna be a lot of players are not coming back next season because it's just money, right? Money's gonna be an issue. Um, I think we're gonna see a lot of younger players out there, and we're gonna have to go younger as well this next season as well, specifically with the dollars that that are being thrown around. I mean, so. Uh, it's going to be tough. We're, we're going to be doing a lot of videos, a lot of content about who is here, who's gone and all the above. It's it'll, it'll be interesting to see. So my other thought, though, I'm excited to see. I truly believe our biggest problem last season was our offense and the way that we played calls. Uh, I like I like the name Dumbarty, right? Joe Dumbarty. Yeah. And, and and I'll tell you, man, you know, he, he just was uninspired. Right. The way that he managed the game, it was just about moving the sticks. And that doesn't work. That just doesn't work in the NFL. You have to be more inventive. You look at all the top offenses. They have movement deep. They have short, intermediate, all the above. Right. And so and they confuse the defense. Dumbarty did not do that at all. Right. And so I'm excited to see what Kellen Moore does. I think he's the final piece of this coaching staff puzzle, in my opinion. So. Now, I do say this, though. The toughest job that we have is going to be Tom Telesco because he is going to have to put on his big boy pants and make the numbers work because he hasn't had to do that up to this point as a GM. But we still want to contend for a Super Bowl and we're over the cap. All right, he's got to do his job. He's got to prove to, I think, the fans that he should still be our GM at this point. So that's my final thoughts. Yep. I like it. Kyle? Oh, you want me to go first? Okay. Um yep. 
I mean, to kind of piggyback on that a little bit, I actually feel like our biggest issue last year was defense uh, of above anything else. I mean, yeah, we, we it was everything. Every game was like way too close. Um, and obviously, like, you know, it still burns in my head that they scored. We, we were 27 and 0, guys. 27 and 0. They, like, <laughs> all we needed was like one more defensive stop. And we couldn't do that at all. You know, I mean, at the same side, too, all we needed was to score again, too. And we couldn't do that either, though. So, um, run the ball. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's, yeah run the ball. Exactly Train right. that clock. Play Train some Marty ball. Play yeah, some yeah. man. It's like right, yeah. And and Eckler mentioned it too. Like he was like, yeah, you know what? The the mentality was all problem. It's like, oh, they scored. Oh, it's it's all right. We're twenty seven. We're still up. Have twenty seven points. You know, like and then oh, they scored another fourteen. Okay, it's all right. We're still ahead. We have twenty seven points. You know, like that yeah. mentality needs to change. Of course, you know, like it's like no, you scored. We're gonna score. You know, let's keep yeah. it going. You know, um, but yeah, like I guess my final thoughts though too is like i'm really excited about our current coaches that we have now um you know musgrave not musgrave uh muschamp um uh being in there it's going to be really good help for our team and like the with the players relationships and stuff um and kellen moore is going to elevate the offense already i feel like for the most part our offense is going to is is in a lot of ways fixed already because of kellen moore because Dumbarty was is an absolute disaster and i and to answer one of the, the questions in the chat i feel like it would i would love to see lombardi go to the chiefs and ruin them <laughs> first yeah. ruin them just completely ruin them yeah that'd be great uh and so um and then when it comes to the free agency man like you know tom telesco's got his work cut out for him on this stuff and i i, I do not envy him but we need to focus on the the trenches uh, in order to make sure that our uh, we can continue to have a, a winning season. Yeah. Uh, that's all my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, my final thoughts is, um, you know, with all these free agents and and salary cap issues, I unfortunately think we only will probably sign two of those twenty one players off of that list. Um, awesome. We just don't have the money to do it. I don't think we're going to have the ability to do it. And that's why I think we have got to, we, well, I shouldn't say we have got to, but we will probably start to be young on defense side of things. Um, that's why I, I looked at a lot of, about Simpson, Trenton Simpson from Clemson. Like, cause I feel like you just add a lot of juice, a guy that's very fast, a guy that could really go out there and just make a little bit of a difference and potentially make a little bit of a nastiness to this defense. Not saying that Mac or Joey Bosa can't, but you know, Players are only good if they're available. And Joey Bosa, unfortunately, is money sitting on the sideline. Yep. And that's that's a tough thing to look at. And it's one of the last San Diego Chargers on this team. And so I'm just looking at trying to find a way to get this team at a competing level, add some guys that are very fast, that could cover the ball, can get after the quarterback, and just add a little bit more nastiness to this team. And I really like the mentality of what you're having there, Chargers, Chargers Truther, is that we do need to find – a way to have a guy that could scare teams. I mean, if you think about it, Sean Merriman kind of was one of those guys. Yeah. Sean Merriman was a guy that just would just hit people and knock people out. I think he took out Priest Holmes' career, you know, and he's just an absolute stud, like a guy that, once again, I punched him. Uh, I punched Sean Merriman in the chest walking into the stadium for the uh, 
I think it was the Chiefs was game, I believe it Chiefs was. Chiefs game, I, yeah, it was, yeah. And I got yeah. stunned when he was there. And I was like, yo, Sean Merritt. I punched him in his chest, and I was like, wow, he probably didn't feel that. That dude is a straight rock. But um, <laughs> It was more yeah, like a slap so, thing. You're like, hey. You know, like, like, oh, oh, dude. You know, whatever. <laughs> but it tripped me out. It tripped me out seeing him there. But anyways, uh, bottom line, I just think that we're going to get very young on defense. Um, I think offensively. It'll be interesting to see where we go with the right tackle, where we're going to lead with that and such too. So maybe those two guys might end up being Trey Pipkins. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I just don't want to go through these. Uh, what was it uh, Tevi, Sam Tevi, right tackles? I don't want to go through Storm Norton, right tackles. I want to be able to have stability at that right tackle position. With and so, with let's depth. say that again. With, with, uh, with backups, you know, because you can't yeah. expect all five to stay healthy the whole season. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely need that too. And uh, that's – We'll see kind of where this whole draft goes. And I I don't know. It's it, This is a big draft. This is a big draft. And going back to your point about Tom Telesco, that this might be his last year, I think it's the same thing that could be said about Brandon Staley. If this doesn't work out, there could be a lot of shifting on coaching yep. in general. So, so either way, my thing is, I think we're going to go very young on defense. And this draft is going to be major for us this year and for the future too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I think, uh, you know, Tom Telesco got to start hitting on his late round picks, you know, got to got to be more consistent with his draft picks. I think that's yeah, one thing that's that one thing that's been really holding us back, uh, the lack of depth, um, you know, like the Chris Rumpf not really being able to step yeah. up uh, in various positions. Um, so might be time to move on from this GM, but, you know, we'll give him one more season and, uh, you know, we're hoping for the best for sure. Yeah. And I do think with, Brandon Staley. I think Brandon Staley has got a very, very good mind of players. I mean, it's great kind of work that he understands all these players. And I think we're starting to see a little bit better of late round situations. Jamari Sawyer being in the fifth round, that was an absolute steal. My opinion, I think just Sir Taylor could actually be a very, very big key point and player for us. That's a late round guy. Dean Leonard in training camp was looking awesome too. I think it's just, he just needed to turn his head a little bit more when he's, yeah. when he's running downfield. And that was his issue as we saw in preseason. So there's a lot of guys that I think we are hitting and it shows that there's some talent out there. And the Rams did have a lot of late round guys that did really work very, very well in his defense in 2020. So yeah. we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah. Well, guys, um, I think it's awesome. You want to show the merch one more time, Kyle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you so yeah, the, hat, you know, the hat there, you can check yep. out the, the link in the bio before. Uh, below i got some we got some other hats here though you know hey may as well yeah. just you know, we got that bam oh yeah bam solid bam <laughs> bam look at this guy bam bam <laughs> hey Kyle, you bam. Bam. Hey, why bam. do you have so many hats what's the deal with that well yeah. you know hey man I, you know there's many days of the week baby you know <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. that's good that's good um yeah. so um uh, who's gonna hit the button, right? Because hopefully, hopefully this works. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, don't want to all yeah. touch it. Yeah, right, right. Well, wait uh, before you, before you guys hang out or hang up. <laughs> I'd like to say I really appreciate you guys having me. Uh, yeah, love uh, talking Chargers and uh, yeah, I'll be around. I'll be around. Yeah. You know, uh, no, no, how, how do we find you? How do we find you as well? Like, uh, I mean, I I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. Trying to start that thing up, uh, and I can give you my phone number too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll put yeah, we'll your uh, YouTube after. channel and Twitter handles in the in the descriptions on the video as well too, for sure. Make sure everyone has it. Thank you guys. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, man. It would be awesome to chat with you after the draft too. 
I think it'd be fun to be able to hear kind of your opinion of everything too. And I think we might be doing a live while the draft is going. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we might have other podcasters jump in there too. So yeah, it'd yeah. be pretty fun to be able to hear from you on that. Yeah. You I'd know? love to. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Definitely. Glad to have you on my friend. Okay. Who's hitting the button? Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> not me i i, I can't I, I failed that job so yeah okay i'll hit the button i'll hit the button <laughs> all right guys all, all right, right. See you, see you guys. Out. let's go, go.